0: hello everybody this week i have a very special guest with me her name is leah mcleod and she's the beautiful voice and brains behind the instagram account the design of you where she blends human design with spiritual alignment to manifest your best life so welcome leah thank you so much for being here today
1: thank you so much for having
0: me olga i'm so excited yeah i'm so excited to hear how you went through all the chapters of your life to get to where you are today Manifesting your best life through human design so
1: please let us know yeah yeah so um such a such a loaded question like (laughs) so many layers to the story but uh I would say say first five to ten minutes (laughs) yeah okay perfect I will I will uh try and narrow it down um but yeah so for me it actually like almost goes into reverse with like knowing my human design and and how that affected my life um so like how I got into it, like, so some people get into human design and then they like, you know, it just helps them. And then they just use it as a tool. Like I got into human design and then it became my entire life. And now I'm a human design expert and I work with people. I do readings and all sorts of stuff with human design. But for me, it actually started kind of when uh, I was, I was kind of just going through like a low point in my life where I was like, just trying to figure out like what I wanted to do and who I was. And I was working like the corporate career where, you know, it just was like, like looked really good on paper, but it wasn't really like what was good for me. Um, Wasn't, wasn't very happy. And so I um, went on a yoga retreat, actually, this was in 2019. And I um, just totally like, knew that I needed to make a change after that. And it's always so funny, because I, um, at that time, I had like written down, like, how can I work for myself? And I wanted to work in the wellness industry. And I kind of wrote all these different like Things out, which is really like manifestation. If I look back on it, and about a year later, I had been reintroduced to human design, which I had heard about prior to that time, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this human design." I forgot all about it. And um, as I got into my human design, I I really just like I got really excited about it, and I scheduled a reading with someone, and I just totally fell in love. And I told the girl that I was doing a session with that it was something that I really wanted to learn. And so I ended up just sort of learning human design and then enrolling in a training. And then one thing led to another. And, um, we started just doing it as like a side hobby for fun. And then it just totally ended up, um, bringing me into the work that I'm doing now. So it just sort of became one of those things where it's like, oh, this is fun, like human design is kind of like a personality test in a way. <laughs> so like I was, uh, Learning about myself, then learning about my human design, and actually like trying to take the tools within the system and applying those to my life. And so, as I was doing that, I ended up like being drawn to the system as kind of like my career. Like I said, it just became a fun thing where it was like my friends would come over, we'd have wine, and we'd talk about human design, and then just sort of became like, oh, one person after another wanted to do a reading, and now this is what I do full time. So, um, in my life, so it's funny because when I say like, you know, how has human design helped me like get into my alignment into the, my most, you know, most aligned life. How have I manifested like the life that I have? It really does come down to my human design. So it's just funny because it ended up taking me to that place. But, um, so yeah, it's, that's kind of like my story in a very high level version, but those of you listening that aren't familiar with human design, I should have started with kind of just like explaining what that is. So human design is a system where when it's a kind of an umbrella system of a lot of other systems and modalities. So it takes like the ancient um, learnings from astrology, the chakras and the Chinese I Ching and the Kabbalah. And it mixes that with quantum physics and genetics and basic science and astronomy and sort of like creates this whole umbrella system called human design. And it's really just like the science of how humans are all unique and how we're all really just designed differently. And when we, so it's based on the time that you're born. So everyone has like a unique energetic blueprint. And so this blueprint's made up of all sorts of shapes and uh, different like lines and numbers. And, and so essentially I read that and, but it can tell us like, you know, where your intuition lies, how you are sort of meant to operate in the world. How can you strategically use your energy to bring you the most um, aligned opportunities and people and places and things? And how can you, really, um, find your strengths and understand like parts of yourself that are holding you back, your blocks, your limiting beliefs. And how can you, um, just sort of like get in touch with yourself to like live a life of high performance and, and just sort of create this dream life. So I always talk about manifestation as like human design is really like one of the best tools you can use to, you know, manifest that, that life that you desire that's
0: a beautiful explanation. If I come to you as a complete newbie, there are a couple of things that are ringing in my head. First of all, how is this different from astrology? You're using the same date and place when you were born. That would be my first question. And then I have another question.
1: Okay. Yes. Great question. Um, So the way that I like to differentiate between astrology and human design is like, you can think of astrology as sort of like the map. Like, so if you know, say you're going on a road trip and you want to go from, you know, here to several miles away, or you can sort of think of astrology as this map or the roadmap that tells you, okay, like this is what might happen along the way. Astrology is very predictive. So it can say like, you know, this is something that like could happen. Um, There's this aspect. And so astrology is very much like shows you the roadmap and allows you to see the bigger picture of like where you're going and like potentials of like, how things could show up Um, how human design works is human design is really like the, it really taps into your body. Like, so you can think of your human design as like your vehicle or your car. So on this road trip that you're on human design tells you like, how, how do you work? How does your car work? How do you, like, when you get into your vehicle, like, what are like the mechanics of how you can get that thing going? And how can you know that like your car is going to take you to the right place? Um, making sure that that's all operating correctly. So we use human design to understand sort of like the tools within ourselves versus just understanding like the broad, more so information, like astrology can be, be very like archetypal and um, gives you sort of like traits about yourself based on these, you know, different planets and what, um, what signs they fall into versus like human design, which, you know, no, astrology is a part of human design um, in a, a layer, but human design is about like, okay, so if this is like my energy type, so for example, like I'm a generator, which is the most common type. And so a lot of people listening will probably be generators. Um, There's five types, but like, I'm a generator. And I know that like, with my energy, you know, I'm someone that really like, I magnetize things to me consistently. So I'm always drawing the right opportunities or things to me because like my energy is very magnetic. And so as these things come into my life, like I'm really designed to kind of respond to Whatever's in front of me, I don't need to force things. I don't need to push things. I push things. I just have to trust that the universe is always going to kind of send me the right things to respond to. My that's my strategy is just to respond. And I know in my chart, like my intuition is in my gut, um, and so I can use that that with the responding, trusting that like the things that come up in my life. For example, like this podcast, like when this came up, it's like, oh, that felt really good. That's something that I want to go and do. So my gut kind of told me that that was that signaled to me like this was a yes, you know. So as like, you kind of operate inside your body and really trusting that your body will sort of guide you. That's how you can like, kind of think of it and like different from astrology. Whereas like astrology doesn't always give you like tools to say like, okay, like you're a Scorpio. So, you know, that's what you are. Like, it doesn't really say like, because you're a Scorpio, you may want to try this, or here's a tool to like help you tap into this, you know, in human design. It also, it tells us when we're in or out of alignment. So each person has what we call like your, it's called your signature theme and you're not self theme, which really just means like signature theme is the sign you're in alignment. So it's a feeling, mind satisfaction. And the sign that you're out of alignment is frustration um, for me. And so like, I know that like, if I'm frustrated, like that's my cue to say, oh gosh, I'm like out of alignment. Or if I'm really satisfied, I'm like, that's my cue that I'm doing something right. And so it gives us sort of like this language around how to use this information versus astrology is just sort of like, this is like what could happen. And this is kind of like, this just presents itself as like information that you can take on, but it doesn't necessarily give you like the strong tools to like navigate those things. Does that make sense? Totally. I love that explanation. That was beautiful. Um, The other
0: question that I had is, so this sounds similar to Enneagram and other personality tests. How is it different? Is it completely different or is it a similar approach?
1: It's, it's very different in a lot of ways. You know, I'm someone who loves self-help. And so I should have said that in the beginning of my story, like when I, first gotten into human design, it really was one of those moments where, you know, i had always been obsessed with like the personality tests and all of those different things. And so like when I heard about human design, it was like, you know, like it was like that. I haven't done that one, you know, like I haven't taken that quiz and it's not a quiz. It's literally just based on the time that you're born, the, the location, birth time and date. And so in my head, like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I need to like look up my, uh, like, I need to take this quiz. And it's funny because if you do any like um, SEO, like search engine optimization research, that's like if you type in like human design and see like what people search about it, one of the things is like human design quiz <laughs> because people think it's a quiz. And I'm like, no, it's just like literally like a quiz. I guess it's a quiz based on the time that you're born. So, you know, the difference between like human design and some of these other modalities, like Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or Finder even um, th- those are all very situational. So for example, like, I, and I love all of them, like I've done all of the different things, but in my, um, like my Enneagram, for example, like I just retook the test earlier this year, I it was like December of last year. So um, at the end of 2021, and I was a totally different number than I was, you know, a couple years prior. And I was kind of like, what the heck? Like I've been following these accounts and I've been like, I'm a three <laughs> for so long. And then I found out that I'm like, not a three anymore, but so they're not, they can change sort of with time. Same with like the love language. Like sometimes, um, you know, those can change like as your situations change or as you grow. And so same with your strengths finder. same with your Myers-Briggs, like they're just kind of based on this quiz. Whereas like your human design is is fixed. Same with your natal chart. It's like, it's always going to be the same thing it doesn't change so it allows you to kind of understand yourself on a level that's like it, it like it can remind you of who you are and how to always get back to that place versus like those things are great in understanding yourself maybe for like the few months that you're in but just know that it's probably healthy to like retake those things every so often because we sort of like you know we, we change as human beings right so that's what I would say but I do sometimes i like there's a I' have coined before. um actually, there's another human design reader that coined this. But I've used this before because I think it was it's helpful in describing what human design is, where I've said like human design is like Enneagram and astrology had a baby. Now it has nothing to do with Enneagram, but what's why I like that sort of approach to it is because it is it tells you that like there's it sort of has this like personality component to it, but it like also is very like mystical in a lot of ways. Yeah, the
0: way that I'm hearing you saying is almost like the human design is your sole blueprint. That's who you are going to carry from the moment that you're born to the moment that you die. Whereas all these other personality tests are literally about your identity in a specific moment of time. And hopefully if you're into personal growth or into evolution, you're not the same person that you were even two years ago. Your traits, your values, your priorities change. Therefore, your numbers will change. But with human design, it's not like, yesterday I was um, a Jen and next year I will be a projector. It's like, well, unless you were reborn, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Unless you're reborn, like that's literally not going to happen. Like you're always going to be the same type. I, I love that. I'm, I'm going to totally take that. Um, because I, I just love the way that you said that, but yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't change. And so it's fixed. So that can be really helpful because, you know, it is your soul blueprint. It is like this, the energy of how you're supposed to operate. And so a part of human design is this big theme around conditioning. And so, um, you know, conditioning is really like if we live a life that is true to what our parents wanted us to do, what our partner wanted us to do, or, um, you know, what society says is like what you're supposed to do in life. So, um, human design really helps us to decondition, to get rid of all that conditioning of everything that everyone else wanted us to be. And it allows us to actually just remember, like, this is who I am. And I have been susceptible to picking up all of these extra pieces of information from the world around me, and um, now it allows it basically allows you to be able to tap back into um, yourself and and to know like really like what are your strengths on an energetic level and what are like the gifts that you were brought into this life to carry out and even like human design helps us unveil like our life's work. Our purpose in a lot of ways, and like like I said, energetically, like no human design chart will tell you if you're meant to be a divorce coach or a um, or a you know human design reader. Like my chart doesn't say that, but it, I know I have different gifts that bleed into whatever I decide to do. So that is so fascinating, and also knowing that, I mean,
0: there's always been this controversy between who what shapes us. Is it nature? Is it nurturing? So is it our genes? Is it our environment? But it almost sounds like it's both and also the energetics of the time, the place where you were born. That's the only part that I'm, can you help me with that one? Because I don't understand how the time that I was born has such a significance with who I am. What's the explanation behind it?
1: So the science behind it is something called neutrinos. So essentially neutrinos are, they're a percentage of an atom. So subatomic particle. And so here's kind of like where the science of human design comes in. So essentially like at right now, at every moment, there are neutrinos like constantly around us. And this is scientifically proven. Like this is when we look at, you know, the energetics, when we look at things on like a cellular level, like, for example, like my hair tie right here, if you put this under a microscope, you can see all sorts of little particles kind of moving around. If you kind of remember that from like science class um, way back in the day. (laughs) And so everything is made of energy and um you know protons and neutrons and so a a part of that is this this science called neutrinos and so when we're born um when we talk about like our zodiac sign even so majority of neutrinos come from the sun actually so they're carried through light and so why when we're born this is kind of leaning into the astrology part but this leans into human design so when we're born we we get 70% of our neutrinos from the sun. So that's why like on your birthday, you have a certain zodiac sign. When's your birthday? June 10th. June 10th. Okay. So you're Gemini. And so like on June 10th, when you were born, 70% of the neutrinos were in Gemini. And so that said, you are, you carry a lot of those traits and you'll even hear people that get into their astrology that they're like, I don't really like, like, I don't really feel like I'm a Gemini and it's like, okay, that's 70% of you, but like the other 30% of your chart is like in all of these other planets. And so we can start to lean on like why, like these other things sort of make sense and why, like, maybe like you have a ton of planets in another sign. And so maybe you feel like you're more of an Aries versus a Gemini. And so that's like, so when we talk about human design, when we're born, So we all have these like gates, which are essentially our gifts within our chart. And so like you would have your most potent gate in your chart would fall into a Gemini gate. And so I would know that like your Gemini by and by your birth time, I would just know that. I don't do astrology and human design readings right now, but I, like I said, they're kind of intertwined in, in some ways. And so that's why, like, that's kind of how, when you're born, that's why that's so important. And so then also like, you know, the other 30% that makes up the other gate activations that you have in your chart. Now here's the difference in human design. So that takes like one your the time you're born. So that day, June 10th, and then also human design looks at 88 days before you're born. So there's two parts of your chart. There's like the conscious side, which is what we're talking about. The conscious side of your chart is when you were born, and that's where everything was on June 10th. And then the subconscious part of your chart which is oftentimes called the design side. And this happens 88 days before you're born because that's when a fetus develops consciousness within the, like a mother's womb. So like, if you look within, um, like if you look at a baby, like the tests that they've done, and this actually came after human design was kind of like brought to the surface. So this was actually like research done later, not because of human design, just because of, you know, just research being advanced, but they find that babies within the womb develop consciousness between, 88 or 89 days before they're born and so um you know your brain starts to develop your brain really starts to activate and can start to be sensitive to like sounds and different things at that point within the womb of your mother and so human design takes that into account so then this other part of your chart takes in okay where were the planets that day where were the neutrinos at around like 88 89 days before you're born because that also has an impact on your um your design so then it looks at the energies of that and so then it combines the two to look at like who are you at a soul level and so sometimes we look at that part of our chart as like these are sort of things that are involved in our past life or even like through like generations and things like that
0: so you can go really deep what happens in those readings like you get the report and then how deep do you go with your clients
1: um, I necess- I wouldn't necessarily give all of that background information <laughs> just because I think people want to just get to the point. Um, it just depends. Like in my sessions, I just have like you can just book a human design reading with me and you fill out a form that you can say, like I'm advanced or I'm a you know, I'm beginner, I'm more intermediate. And that's because like I'll just kind of go where you're at, like I'll meet you at your level. So um, so in like a beginner level, which I think most people are beginners in human design, we would talk about. I would look up your chart, and you know, a lot of times I'm not really like talking about each aspect of your chart. Like this thing is colored in, and this is like I, I don't really like talk about the different parts. I'll just kind of guide you through the information that you need to know. So your energy type, for example, which is the most like really important part. So I mentioned I'm a generator. I'd have to look up your. Do you know what yours is? Have you looked at? Manifesting it up? generator. You're a manifesting generator. Okay, so that is, um, you know, one of the second most common types. So generators and manifesting generators are very common. And then, you know, the third type would be a projector, which are about 22% of the population. Then manifestors are about three to 5% of the population. And then reflectors are about 1% of the population. And so knowing your energy type can tell you like one, like what are some, like your greatest gifts, how you can use your energy with something called your strategy, which is just like, how do I strategically use this, this energy that I was born with? And it just kind of talks about the themes of like how you show up. You can kind of think of it like your Zodiac sign, but it's, way different. Um and so that's like what you use that for. And then um we would get into something called your authority, which is just your intuition. So we would talk about like where is your intuition in your chart? Do you know if you're emotional authority or sacral authority? Do you remember or gut authority or emotion based? You don't. And honestly, as you're saying no all
0: this, I'm like I need to review my chart because I remember that, yeah. was, that was so complicated seeing that whole diagram and the gates and everything and my friend who did the, the chart for me, the reading, she explained everything. But at the time it was like, there is so much going on here.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I've been doing human design for a long time now and not a long time, but, you know, it feels like a while. Um, and I feel like when I first started doing it, this is like, I just had a session yesterday with one of my best friends. And it was just so funny because I kept telling her, like, I want to do another session with you. Because when I first learned human design, it's a lot of information. The the languaging can be very dogmatic. So it was like, I I know like things didn't land with people beforehand. So I was like, I really want to give you a chance to like understand your design at a different level. Like, so I really want to talk about it again with you. And she just, it's so funny because I woke up to a text from her and she was like, thank you so much for our session. I just feel like I have so much to like think about and bring into my life. And so I think like human design is starting to evolve into like, how can we really practically use this knowledge? And so um, yeah, you might benefit from like hearing it from a different perspective is like, how can we actually use this? So, but going back to just the power of your authority, like what I would do in a reading is, you know, so if you're in, if you have, you would either be a sacral or emotional authority. And so based on that, that would either be like, you make decisions by trusting your gut, or you need to give yourself a lot of time and wait for clarity, um, through your emotions before deciding what to do next. So it's like, okay, that's how you use that. And then I would go into something called your profile which is um, really like your personality. It's the role you're meant to play in this life. It's a combination of two numbers. And so we would look at like how that shows up um, in your lifetime. And then we would also get into the energy themes within your chart and what's consistent and what's not consistent. So we have things called like open centers. We would review like what's open in your chart, where you're susceptible to that conditioning that we mentioned. And then we would talk about um, parts of your chart called your channels, which really unveil like your innate gifts. And so like in your chart, you probably have some way that your um, you have your throats definitely defined in your chart. I know that by you being a manifesting generator. And then you probably also have, um, your, I know you have your sacral center defined, which is like your life force gut as we've been talking about. So we would probably talk about one of the channels that connected those two. And we would talk about how that makes you a manifesting generator and like what the energy of that channel and greatest gift is. And then we would go into, um, perhaps like your incarnation cross, which unveils your purpose. And I'm giving you sort of like the terminology, but I, I sometimes don't always like bring that up in a reading. It just depends on working with. Um, so yeah, so we would kind of talk about all of these things and support you through whatever you're going through in your life. So a lot of times I, um, I like to kind of ask people like where they're at, where do they need some guidance. I feel like a lot of times it's career because of my own personal experience. So I think I attract people who are going through similar things. But yeah. <laughs> and I will say, just as it relates to what you do, um, with like you being a divorce coach, like human design can be really helpful in terms of helping people like remember who they are because like they've probably been conditioned through a relationship for a really long time. Um, so Just like, there's obviously a lot of ways that it can help, but just. That's a really nice application of it because you're absolutely right.
0: When people are, especially in transition times, I feel like we're trying to redefine who we are and we've gotten lost in the process. Obviously with divorce, it's like you're losing your identity as being in a couple, sometimes maybe even a full-time parent, your career, your status, everything is changing. So it is true that I can see that as a tool to remind you of this is what your soul came here to do. Let's remove all the other drama and distractions and and put people into the the new perspective. That's one of the exercises that we do at the beginning of our sessions is let's have a vision and exercise. Let's reconnect to what you want to do. And then, I mean, I guess that the part that I'm missing is that knowing like, well, actually your strengths are this. I can only get to that through communicating with them. I don't have access to the, what do we call them? Neutronians? (laughs) Neutrinos, yeah. So,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So yeah, that sounds fascinating. I absolutely love that this is pretty recently just become a tool that people is helping people sort of guide their decision making. Is that correct? It's been Mm -hmm. like the last three, four years.
1: Yeah. um, Well, human design was actually discovered in 1987. So not very long ago. So it's very new. I mean, it takes into account ancient, you know, systems that have been around for centuries. um, And But it it sort of is this newer age thing. And it was actually channeled. So, um, you know, sometimes I'm careful who I talk about this with, because they're like, this is so woo woo and crazy. But so it was actually this experience where this guy was, you know, in this meditation for like eight days, and like heard a voice speak to him about, like, this is like all these things that people have been following for years and years are actually all interconnected. And we all have like, this design of like, you know, our, our human nature. And this is like, like what it's meant to be and so like this guy literally like low-key went crazy for like eight days listening to this voice and then just started speaking to people about like this experience that he had and um so yeah so it is kind of like has like crazy origins in that way but uh but yeah so it's it's relatively new and it's just kind of having its moment right now because I think like people are starting to learn about the how human design is so helpful and how it's like changed the lives of people. So I think it's becoming, it's having a moment <laughs> and you know, I just, and I want to throw it out there like with the work that you do. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to like work with people on sort of those transitions. I, I actually just did a reading this was probably like last month with someone who was kind of like going through a similar sort of situation where she was like going through this like really crazy divorce and they had a lot of kids involved. And so like human design was really helpful for her and, um, So it can be, I mean, it can be helpful for anyone at any level. Like I do readings with newborns, which is super cool, but um, yeah, just sort of like anything. Definitely. Like I'm always trying to find tools for people who
0: are going through transitions. That's why I, I just feel that life is just chapters and sometimes to move from one to the next, you need a little bit of extra help. So anything that involves getting to know yourself better, giving you a little bit clearer direction of, okay, these are your strengths, these are your weaknesses leading to that. I think it's a fantastic tool. So I'm so happy. And yes, we'll have to talk about collaborations, but we're getting to our podcast. And I would love to ask you the two questions that I ask all my guests, which is where do you see your next great chapter?
1: Oh man, Um, I I have a lot of things in the works, Um, a lot of plans for my business. And so my next great chapter is really like for me, I'm so those listening, like, you know, human design has been something I've been doing. Like I it was 2020 when I like got reintroduced to human design. So that wasn't that long ago, but it's like, be, I've become obsessed. And so I, I you know, i have kind of set out there, like I'm a human design expert because I'm literally obsessed with human design. And I feel like I've learned nearly everything I can about human design at this point, because I'm just in love with it. And so that said, like, I, I transitioned out of my corporate job. I had gone part-time and I, I fully transitioned into doing human design uh, full-time in, in March of this past year. So it hasn't been very long for me and I've had a lot of success because I love what I do, but I, I'm i kind of the next phase of my life is really like stepping into that and um, creating programs and, and things to support people, specifically women. Um, so I'd really like to create um, create more, more spaces for for me to help women and and just I mean people in general, just to kind of help them understand themselves. I think that that's like one of the greatest things that that we can do in life is to just really like understand ourselves and own who we are. So that's sort of like my next my next thing to grow into is just i I have a I had an intuitive reading a few weeks ago from someone who said, like she's like, I get the feeling that there are people like lined up to work with you, but they don't know how to work with you because you haven't set up like the next thing for them to work with you. On. And so it's like really for me right now is like I've already identified what those next things are. But it's just like putting pen to paper and um, putting them out into the world. So that's where I'm at.
0: Beautiful. Well, you said you were a manifesto, right? So you'll make
1: it happen. Gener- no, oh, generator. Generator. Sorry. Yeah. You'll yeah. make it happen. But generators are like very much doers and builders. So, and only when they do things that they love. So I am like doing something that I love. So I am kind of, I've got that like creator yeah. energy. beautiful
0: beautiful well it's very much needed and you have an incredible voice so yes please put it out there and the other question is where do you see the world's next great chapter
1: oh okay this is um something i'm really passionate about so the world is really entering into a spiritual evolution um you know we're seeing our systems break down and we're seeing things change a lot like in society i mean starting with the pandemic and Um, just sort of like things are falling apart so they can fall back together. And I think it's, it's a, it's a good thing. It can be scary. Change is never fun for some people, but it's um, I, I really see like the world developing into like a greater consciousness of like how we do things, um, whether that's like in the food that we eat, like are things sustainable? Like I think our world is going to shift into more of a sustainable model where people are going to get back to our roots and back to, you know, family and back to, um, you know, even like, like, like when we go back to food, like growing our own sort of, um, like having our own gardens and really like, I think the world is going to evolve into being like, we're going to just get back to basics. And I love that. And I do think I have a belief that people are becoming more spiritually inclined. And I do believe that like, we're going to start seeing people, be able to communicate in different ways. (laughs) This is like sometimes a little bit crazy when I tell people, but like, I do believe that like humans are becoming like more telepathic. Like I've seen this just in my own work, the way that people can pick up on things and understand people on an energetic level. And I think there's going to be a lot more research and science coming out about like the way that we can communicate without actually like using words. Um, So it's something that I'm really like passionate about and I'm excited to kind of see how that develops
0: completely agree and i think that that's part of the reason why human design is having this huge booming moment because people are more inclined to spirituality into connecting to themselves i mean we were in isolation for 2 years that made us go inside we we had to yeah. give yeah we, we had to give up all of this external uh, sort of status quo that came from going to work and you know driving the car and all the other material crap and we just had to go inside so i think that yeah people are beginning to Get in touch with your intuition, their mission, their purpose. Um, I think that the world is evolving. Uh, there was a point a couple of years ago which I thought we were devolving, but I actually think <laughs> that it was just you know that shaking of things, and um, and it's actually been a positive change. So I'm so happy, Leah. This has been a beautiful con- conversation, and I would love people who want to find you and work with you, have a reading, help them with their mm-hmm. transitions. Where would be the best place to communicate with you?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm most busy on Instagram, which is just at the design of you. But if you want to go to my website, it's the You can book a reading there. I also just launched a podcast last week. So um, if you want to learn deeper about my human design story, the first episodes on that, and I'll be probably by the time you hear this, I will have released a few more episodes or maybe just one more about human design. And I'll continue to release episodes weekly about the human design system. So that can be something to tune into. Um, so yeah, that is a little bit about like kind of where you can find me and work with me and stay tuned because I've got some really fun programs and other things kind of coming up and yeah.
0: Definitely would recommend to follow her Instagram account. It's so fun and you have all these celebrities, human designs and you explain, you break it down so If this was just Mm -hmm. your first taste of human design, or you've been curious about it, go and check Leah McCloud. I'll put all the links on the description. And then, yeah, hopefully we get to work together again. You guys get to work with her. And this was a beautiful conversation. So thank you so much, Leah.
1: Thank you so much, Olga. This was so much fun.
0: Fantastic. And for everyone else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter, and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadult.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.